for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we're back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Matilda Lindell. How's it going today, Matilda? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you, Tom? Doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. You know, it's Wednesday, hump day. I don't know. Like, I, I guess that's a thing people still say. Um, so things are going good here. Excited to get this podcast underway. I've been listening to all your music all day, and so I'm really excited to sit down and chat with you. Nice. You've been doing your research. Yes. <laughs> um, but first off, I want to thank you so much for giving us the time to sit down and chat. Um, before we jump too deep into everything that you're currently working on and all the new fun stuff that you've just released, what's kind of your origin story? What got you into music? Because you're originally from Stockholm, and but now you live in New York. But like, what got you into music? What's kind of your origin story? So yes, I am from Stockholm, Sweden, and now I live in New York City. And music sort of got me here. Hmm. Um, but I don't know. I've I've always been singing. It's only been the thing. You know, maybe when I was a kid, I wanted to be be like a Broadway star. Uh, but then I got super much into just singing and. The voice, like I was fascinated by voices, so moved, you know, um, different singers. And when I discovered soul, oh my God, I was like, I just, those voices, I just wanted one. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I've always been singing. And I think I was, luck luckily, when I was just eight years old, uh, I got this brochure in school when, it, when they advertised about a school, you could have extra music. Oh. And I was like, is this for real? Is there a school where you can have extra music? Sign me up, you know? And yeah, so that sort of got me to be, that school was like in the middle of the city. I lived in the suburbs. I was only eight. My mom was hesitant. But maybe that's why I got that there. At that time, my life as a traveler started <laughs> because I wanted to go, you know, to that school. Mm -hmm. um, so I applied and got in and since then it's just been music and, and music high school and music college and somewhere there the career started, you know, started networking, um, playing with amazing musicians and I started writing songs. I got more and more gigs, you know, and even though it was, you know, I started out, you know, carrying the, the sound equipment ourselves, you know, <laughs> yep. that's where you started uh, as a freelance singer. But yeah, and then it's, I worked myself up from there. And, uh, you know, one gig, one show, one job led to another, etc. Yeah, gotcha. And so how did you end up coming from Stockholm to the US? How long have you been in the US, I guess would be? Uh, so back and forth for many years. So mm -hmm. Uh, when I was around 
some, sometimes maybe 2008, okay. I became a member of uh, an ABBA tribute band. Okay. And after a few years, we started touring in the U.S. because the Americans love ABBA. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so then I started spending more and more time here. We worked, you know, we, we didn't start with like five tours a year, but we, we worked ourselves up and got more and more tours in the U.S. And then I started, I just loved the, you know, New York was a favorite place, but I also was very curious about the U.S. in, in general. And I mm -hmm. liked people and I liked... Sweden is a little bit more like this. Mm -hmm. It's very stable and I like it. It's safe. It's good. But the States is a little bit more action, you know, yeah. and I and like it. And the people was very uh, friendly in that way and very straightforward. And I was drawn to that. So also it's a lot of music here. And very I cool. want to explore that more. So I started staying in between tours mm -hmm. and staying more and more. And then, you know, eventually I got stuck here. <laughs> so more and more led to more. So that's why I sort of finally, and you know, I fell in love. Mm. Things happened along the way, right? Yeah. So, um, and then, so now I, I live here. It, it's, I still go back to Stockholm uh, from time to time. And I think it's important um, for me and I want to have like a home there too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I sort of tried to transfer my career here and it worked out well because I do have a lot of work here uh, mm -hmm. with the Abba Tribute. So- Especially uh, in New York, I'm sure New York, you're probably staying really busy in New York, even just with music in general. Well, it's a good city to do that. But actually with this particular band, we don't play in New York City that often. Okay. Because we, uh, unfortunately, I wish, because then all my friends could come. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we played in Brooklyn once, though, at the, the Ford Amphitheater. And mm -hmm. uh, that was fun. But we, and we do uh, play a lot around New York, like Westbury, Long Island. Uh, that's such a fun theater, Westbury Theater. Great crowd there. Uh, so there are a lot of places around New York and New Jersey area. So that's fun. Gotcha. Gotcha. So New, uh, New York is kind of your your forever place for the time being, or not not even for the time being, but your. I mean, I will. I love. I very much see New York as one of my homes. Okay. So it's not only Stockholm anymore. Yeah. I do. When I'm in Stockholm, I, I miss New York. When I'm in New York, I miss Stockholm. So it is, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and like, use, how often do you usually go back? You said you go back from time to time. I'm sure it's not cheap to go to Stockholm. Well, I mean, from New York, it's probably fairly easy to get to Stockholm, but not necessarily cheap. No, you need to plan a little bit. Yeah. And you're right. But I do, I try to go, when I go, I try to go, um, after, right after a tour, maybe. So mm -hmm. I go with the band. So it's like, um, they book me with the band, you know, it's yeah. not like I'm just go. I, I try to plan it well. Um, but also from New York, Stockholm, it's usually very, uh, fairly easy to do. Mm. And there are, you know, all kinds of different airlines, but I must say, um, I mean, now I, I do also try to tr travel, I, I try to travel as little as possible if I don't have to because of the environment and I feel mm -hmm. bad, but yeah. also my heart is in two places and this is my job and 
uh, it is what it is, but mm-hmm. I try to stay put while I'm, I'm somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and during the pandemic, it's also very hard. I mean, you don't want to travel now. So yeah. now I'm definitely just in one place here. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So you've been very busy during the pandemic over the last dang, has it been seven months already? Wow. Yeah. Scaring myself a little bit. Uh, so you've been very busy. You've released um, a, a cover music video. You've released some original music. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the original first, and then we'll get into the uh, ABBA cover video that you released uh, at the end of September, about two weeks ago, I believe, if I was... Yeah, that, that's correct. Um, um, well, I have actually not released any original music uh, recently. Oh. Is one of us not an original? No, it's not. It's actually ABBA, but it's not one of the most famous famous ones. Yeah. I was thrown off because I saw saw the music video for Money, 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 and I was like, okay, cool. And then I saw the one of us, and I was like, okay, that must be an original song, because I'm not, like, familiar with, unless it's Dancing Queen, I'm not overly familiar with, like, the ABBA catalog so and it's very understandable because I one of us is you know the wild card mm-hmm. I, I I just love it so much and um yeah it is ha- it has this vulnerability mm-hmm. that I love um so I wanted to because the EP it's five songs on the upcoming EP that will be released early next year okay um so one of us is definitely one of the songs that are not as familiar as some of the other ones okay dancing queen is gonna be on there okay. so, <laughs> so the, you don't have to worry <laughs> so the upcoming ep is an abba tribute ep like a tribute to yeah so it's not really a tribute because tribute is like you know trying to sound we are a tribute oh. But so this is more of a re, my own rendition. So okay, gotcha. pretty much rearrangements of the songs. Okay. It, you know, I, I've been singing these songs for years and years in mm-hmm. front of so many people and, you know, met the ABBA fans. And I just, they have become a part of me. Like it's, it's almost who I am. So, mm-hmm. and it definitely affected my sound. So I wanted to do something personal with those songs because it just makes, I needed to go somewhere with it. Gotcha. Uh, so that's why I did this to rearrange them. Rearrange gotcha. them, yeah. So let's go ahead and jump into the music video, Money, Money, Money. It's a really cool video, really cool concept. Um, was that shot during the pandemic? Actually, it was shot before. It was shot in December. Okay. Um, so, but then we sort of, I sort of got thrown off. I, I released one of us in February. Uh, during a tour, actually. So that, that was my last tour before everything shut down. And, um, and I sort of just, I, the money, money, money video is Mm. sort of like a bonus feature. That's acapella. So it's with a Swedish uh, acapella group, Mm. they're great. As you could see. (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, And they're fun. So fun to work with and, and, and so on. So, uh, I have worked with them. I was a member of this group in the past, mm-hmm. uh, but then when I moved to the U.S., I had to quit because obviously I couldn't be there, show up for rehearsal and shows. But I still have jumped in and done a few shows with them when they needed me. And we had sort of um, 
we have done ABBA before. Mm. So I was just like, when I was doing my own arrangements, I was like, shouldn't we just do something fun? And like something because I was home in Sweden in December and et cetera, et cetera. And then they were just like, yeah, let's do it. So it's like a sort of a bonus track on the EP. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we wanted to make like a fun video uh, out of it. So I just, we just filmed that video in December and I really didn't have a plan when to release it. And then when the pandemic started, I sort of, you know, like everyone got a little bit thrown off. Uh, so then you know i took a break from releasing so mm. so yeah it was a few months back i we filmed that um so it's fun so you, filmed to find it, that out. <laughs> you filmed it in stockholm then that's uh, in stockholm yeah yeah I, we did it's well, yeah how much of the collaborative effort was it or was it pretty much primarily your vision or was it a collaborative effort what, what kind of went into the creative process for the uh, video? So it definitely was my initiative and my idea. Um, But they, I mean, um, I wanted them to be a part of it, of course. And Sebastian in the group, uh, who's an amazing like beatbox and bass, baseline guy, uh, he made the arrangement for Money, Money, Money. that's often how we used to work. Like he often, he arranged, he's a great arranger, but then we tweak it together and we add things and we make it, you know, the fine tuning of it together. So of course then they are a big part of it because we did it, but then the, the, the scenes, the thinking, the ideas, the like direction uh, was me. And I also, um, Daniel in the group helped me edit the video and also I could bounce all my ideas with him <laughs> to get it together yeah. and uh, yeah it was his, I, I, I wanted like a rich man mm-hmm. <laughs> in the video and it, we were like who would be the perfect rich man for this yeah. like this needs to be someone who can really own the role here yeah and it was actually Daniel who suggested Tarie, who is the excellent rich man. Uh, if you haven't seen the video, people listening, go see the video because the rich man is great. Yeah. Uh, so he suggested him and we have worked, the group has worked with him in the past. Mm-hmm. So the whole group knows him. So he was very, he also were like, of course I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, where should I be? What time? I'll show up in my fancy suit. So... Yeah. And then we just try to, you know, this is a very much do it yourself video. I, so we, we did what we could. It's, you know, it's one, I rented a studio. It was very fun though. Um, it's the studio was in a photo store. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they have like studio space. So Mm -hmm. people were like walking by and it was just by the window. So people were like, it was it was, uh, I'm sure we had, you know, they got entertained yeah. while we were recording, but yeah. that was, you know, that was part of it. So that's good. Cause they're just kind of walking by and seeing just one little piece out of context of what you're not having any idea of the full premise of the project. So yeah, I, I'm sure people were very entertained by that. Mm-hmm. And you are right. Um, he was the perfect rich man, like it, <laughs> I believed he had millions of dollars and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, the, and, and he could 
I think he was happy that he could show his true, happy, cozy self in the end and not only be the sleazy rich man yeah. who's, you know, so because that's who he truly is. Yeah. He's a very, very nice, nice guy. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, so you, you were kind of doing a lot of the ABBA stuff, or Ab, not, ooh, ABBA, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> so you, you're kind of doing a lot of the ABBA stuff. Are you making time for like your own original music still, or are you 100%? Uh, definitely, I'm, I'm, I have a, I actually wrote um, one song during the pandemic about the pandemic um, with my fans, actually. Mm -hmm. um, so, but I sort of took a break from writing while arranging these ABBA songs. It was yep. like, I wanted to do that. And now for, I'm so eager to write more new songs now yeah. because it feels like I almost, like I have new tools and new inspiration when, because arranging these songs, I arrange strings and I, you know, when you have a song and you need to reinvent it, it's different than writing a song from scratch. So I was more focused on, you know, the, dynamics and the atmosphere and what um, what world I wanted to put the song in. Uh, and that's like uh, a new starting point for me. You know, I usually start with m melody and sort of grasping the what text is going to be there. What What's the theme of the song? So this this is like a new starting point, which gives new like inspiration. Um, so, but definitely I'm eager and I was very happy I could also write this song um, during the uh, pandemic. Sad to write this song though. It's called Sad Song actually, <laughs> but it's hopeful. But I, I was actually asking my fans um, on Facebook just how they were. I had a tough time. It was a, uh, maybe a few months in. Yeah. And I, I just talked about it on Facebook and I asked them how they were feeling. And they were so open about it and uh, answered me and wrote about it. And I sort of took some of the phrases and some of the lines and, you know, just made sense out of everyone's answers and uh, wrote the song. Um, so I have them to thank <laughs> for writing this song. Um, and I have um, finished, you know, a few songs, but it's been a lot of focus on the ABBA stuff. <laughs> and so for the um, ABBA EP, are, you've got everything arranged, is everything recorded as well, or are you still kind of in that process? No, everything is recorded now. Okay. And uh, mastered and... Uh, so just kind of waiting for uh, the... Yeah. yeah okay. You know, it's always, I wanted to get this, you know, it's, it's a weird time for artists. Mm -hmm. uh, especially, I don't know, I mean, both big artists and indie artists, because it's, you don't, the world is just changing. So you don't so, know the focus. Is it, can you release music? So I had waited so long and I just wanted to, you know, release something. And I've been holding on this video and I've been working hard to finish it. So I wanted to give them something. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 you know, the, I have, um, maybe I don't have like 
tons and tons and thousands and thousands and thousands of fans, but mm. the fans I have is super engaged. Yeah. And I wanted to give them something uh, for waiting. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. engagement is the key part of the whole, the whole atmosphere. Like you could have a hundred fans, but if all a hundred are super engaged and they're all commenting on everything, it looks like you have a thousand, 10,000 fans but if you have 10,000 fans and none of them are engaged into anything it's like then what do you really have you know so yeah very very true so yeah so I'm fortunate um I have very engaged fans and I I really see them as my they're like my my little family mm -hmm. I I really they show up I know I know them and uh I I even missed them when you know I had live streams and then I couldn't because I didn't have a piano and I'm just like I'm missing those, you know, opportunities for us to hang out and, and meet and, and chat uh, over music. Mm -hmm. um, and I think they feel the same way. <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm hoping. But anyhow, they're super sweet and it really feels as we're like doing it together. Like we're releasing music together. If that's how it feels. It's, it's not like me releasing. It's like, it's a, it's a team effort. That's how really how I feel. I feel about it. So it's very, very good. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so for the pandemic, you'd mentioned you'd started doing like live streams. Um, how often are you, are you still doing live streams or is that kind of, how often do you usually do them if you are? So before the pandemic, I had almost done no yeah. live streams. Actually, I was not doing that. Um, also because I got to meet, um, uh, a lot of audience just on live shows, even though it wasn't my personal, with, it was with Ava the concert. But I, I do, I did communicate a lot with my fans. You know, I have a, a you know, my inserted community on my email list, my mailing list, and on Facebook. But then I started doing the live streams, and I did it every week almost. Um, it started a little bit into the pandemic, but then almost every week. Uh, but then I, I, I was in Sweden mm -hmm. uh, for five months. I got stuck there. Um, but then now I'm back in the States mm -hmm. and, and you know how it is. I didn't have a piano then, so I couldn't do, you mm -hmm. know, <laughs> I'm, I'm only so interesting without my piano. <laughs> so, so I, you know, I took a break, but now I'm actually, uh, starting doing live streams again but now i'm sort of booked on you know these different online showcases and stuff so i haven't had any you know just on for my community my facebook page but i have a few coming up so <laughs> awesome awesome yeah. um and so other than that uh have you been doing anything to kind of challenge yourself creatively like i know you'd mentioned the uh, original, the original that you had wrote, but have you started exploring different instruments? Have you, you know, tried to do anything to challenge yourself creatively? So for me, it was, I, I've been, um, I think why I, oh, one of the reason, reasons that I also sh chose to do rearrange ABBA covers mm -hmm. was to challenge myself, but also get my creativity starting mm -hmm. to start again. Yeah. Because I sort of, I've been, um, it's something, um, it's very personal releasing uh, original songs. Yeah. 
and are they good enough? Will people understand? You know, it's, it's a lot of things going on. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I've always been a little bit scared of it, I think. And I released an album years ago with my original songs and I worked very hard, but I didn't promote it at all. It mm -hmm. was like, oh, it's a, you know, it's out. It's out. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do anything, no efforts because I just didn't feel it. Mm -hmm. So what I've been doing is actually just like, okay, I have a song here. I'm going to finish it and then I'm going to play it for my community because there's support me and they will say if they like it or not sure. so i have challenged myself in in that way just finishing a song and just use the live streams as i'm going to play a new song for you mm. and do it and then you sort of like oh this is a song <laughs> this is a song and they seem to like it yeah uh, yeah so i i have challenged myself but just actually i've been playing more piano even okay. Not a new instrument, but doing the live streams yeah. every week, you need to have new repertoire. Like even yeah. my own songs that I haven't played in years, mm -hmm. I was like, I need to practice and I need to bring in covers, what kind of covers. So I've just been playing more. Um, but I've been actually, um, I've been busy doing other stuff too. Like I'm a voice coach too. Mm -hmm. So when I wasn't touring because yeah. of the pandemic, I had to bring in revenue, <clears throat> right? So I sort of pivoted totally and worked super much on my voice business. So even though, yeah, I haven't had time. I, I'm actually longing for some space to mm -hmm. create music again because I really am ready. <laughs> I, I totally feel that and I agree. Like as much time as I have available, like right, because right now, Due to the pandemic, I'm working from home. So, like where I'm yeah. at right now, 24 hours a day, seven day, or five days a week, technically, because the weekends I can kind of go do what I want to do. But I have less time available now than I did when I had to go back into the office or when I had to go into the office for work because, okay, when I leave the office, I'm off. Like, there's no right? issues or buts yeah. about it. Like I go home, I don't have to answer my phone. I don't have to answer emails, but now it's like 10 o'clock. Somebody calls and says, Hey, I need you to do this for me. I'm kind of in a pinch. It's like, all right, do I want to be that guy that says, no, I'm off the clock or I've already got the project open or what, like whatever it is, I could have it done in 10 minutes, you know? So it's just kind of one of those yeah. things where it's like, yeah, the boundaries is sort of blurring out. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah. And yeah. that's also, I mean, we need to be careful because it's our well-being we're talking about. It's, I think, I've, yeah, I've learned during this pandemic also, like, you need to take care of yourself as well. You can't just, like, you know, go on forever. Yeah. It, it doesn't work like that. that point where the, I live about a half a mile from a lake like we have a nice little lake around or in the center of town mm. and i'm kind of contemplating going every morning and just taking the walking path around like and not around the lake because the lake is huge but um like you know just walking a half mile or something just to get out of the house because it's like there i'll there will be days where i find out that i really like it'll be monday and then before I know it, it's Thursday and I haven't left the house in four days. Yeah. 
it, you know, I just get so drawn into everything and it's yeah. like, that can't be good. Not leaving the house for four days, you know? That can't be good. No. Oh my God. You need to get some air and see the sun and, oh yeah, please do that. Please yeah. promise me. <laughs> no, no I, more four I, days. I definitely, definitely get you there. Um, so what is it about ABBA that kind of drew you to them and that you wanted to start do, joining a tribute band, doing covers, doing your own arrangements of their music? What, what was it about them? Like, I know they're from Stockholm, correct? They're, they're from Sweden, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's, I mean, ABBA is really part of Swedish culture for sure. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's definitely like a part of being a Swede. Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting that because it's, it's very much a part of our culture in many ways and, um, but they're not so like, it's not so like exciting and exotic here. Mm -hmm. So it's not like we don't like this band, for instance, we don't have big shows in Sweden. Mm -hmm. Maybe we we've had shows and like smaller things and stuff like that, but that not, that's not the audience, but we sort of just know them. It's mm -hmm. like, you just know them. Yeah. Um, and I, I liked ABBA when I was younger, you know, mm -hmm. because they were pop, but I was not like a super fan, not at all. Yeah. Um, because you know, they were just there and I was yeah. like sort of the wrong generation. Yeah. I was born the year before I was one when they quit, you know, okay. I was totally the wrong generation. Yeah. I got you. But I accidentally stumbled upon an audition for this band. They were looking for new lead singers. Okay. And it was a very much a different band at the at that time. So now it's have it has developed. But I was just, you know, passing by. And it was a teacher who just like because they, they rented space at the music college where I studied. Mm -hmm. So I had a teacher who just like, you should go in. Just like go in, sing an Ava song. <laughs> you know? And I was like, I don't know if I want to sing Ava. Like I, I was really, I, you know, but I was like, sure, I know Ava songs, you know. So I just sort of walked in, not being nervous or anything. But then I remember they were like, can you come back to, you know, I sang with different, you know, you ha they had to pair us together. It's two girls, right? Yeah. So they were like, come back tomorrow and sing Winner Takes It All. And I actually did not know that song that well. So I was like, oh my God, I need to learn this song really well until tomorrow. Because now I actually want the job. After yeah. being in, in audition, auditioning that day, I just like, I sort of, I think this might be fun. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, luckily I got the job. So uh, that was good. And then when I had to like try to uh, imitate like the sound and feeling and study mm -hmm. music so deeply, mm -hmm. and when you also perform it, um, many, many times in front of different audiences. And we, it's, it's like a show, but we, it's alive as well. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, every show is unique depending on the audience a little bit. So they grow on you and you really, I mean, the lyrics that you just, a song that was just a song before become, gets a new meaning, mm -hmm. right? So just year after year after year and it's, I mean, of course, we, we bring in new songs uh, once in a while, but also we can't skip 
the hits, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you, you yeah. have your certain songs that you have to play, or else people start to riot. Yeah, I, yeah, we can't skip dancing quick, yeah. right? You would be upset. <laughs> so it's like that's why I have been I have been going through every layer of their song and their sound. So that's why I wanted to do also something personal mm-hmm. and take it, you know, down a few more layers. <laughs> yeah, because there's so much in their songs. They're very, their lyrics are very intimate. Um, some songs are just party songs, you know, but mm-hmm. some songs are so like heartbreaking um, and very real. I mean, it was, the songs were so much about their life mm-hmm. and the divorce and, you know, the breakup and, and yeah, the songs are really, you know, just unfolding their story in a very beautiful way. So, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> awesome. Well, I don't want to keep you too much longer because I know you said you have a, an, an engagement to get to here in a little bit. So um, as far as kind of moving forward, you're just gearing up for the release of the EP um what what else do you kind of have on the plate are you starting to see any potential shows coming up or as far as like in-person shows or is that pretty much not a thing that's going to happen in 2020 for you guys i think 2020 it won't happen okay um because it is what it is but i'm strongly hoping for 2021 and i do hope i i do hope um I mean, the smaller venues mm-hmm. uh, will open up before the big ones, oh. uh, I'm, I'm sure. So I see big potential for a little solo tour with Matilda Lindau and my new ABBA arrangements and hopefully some originals too. So that is, that is what I'm hoping for. But also at the time, no one really books. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have shows... Um, preliminary shows with Abba the Concert for next year. Okay. But it's also, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I miss touring so much. So I really hope, but mm-hmm. still we but need if to. if not, you're, you're prepared because of. Yeah, I'm prepared for everything. I mean, the world is struggling right now and mm-hmm. we just need to continue struggling because we need to uh, end this pandemic. It's, and take care of ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, But once again, I want to thank you so much for jumping on here. I really appreciate you giving us the time to sit down and chat. Um, Where can everybody find you online if they want to talk to you about taking voice lessons, you know, all that fun stuff. Uh, Where can they find you online? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, I hope you uh, will go out from your apartment uh, tomorrow morning. <laughs> so you're just not recording podcasts all day long. Um, they can find me. Uh, everything is on uh, MatildaLindell.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, they can also find me on Facebook and Instagram uh, under Matilda Lindell Official. So, and, you know, Spotify, you name it, you can hear all my old songs and uh my upcoming ABBA songs there. So Matilda Lindell. Awesome. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for sitting down and chatting with us. I really appreciate it. Uh, Thank you for everybody for tuning in and we'll catch you guys later. Thank you. Cool. Stream is off.
Great.